to another episode of an extra dose podcast. We're so excited to be back and talking to you guys again. We are trying to be on a better schedule. I think we've been pretty good. Not going to lie. I'm going to pat myself on the back. <laughs> we've been pretty consistent. We've been trying to make it a big priority yeah. to get consistent and stay, in, I guess, kind of in touch with you guys. Yeah. I mean, we do on Instagram, but I feel like this kind of falls to the last of the list, the priority list, but we're trying to push it up to the top and to do every week. So we're glad that you guys have been listening. We love getting your messages that you liked. Even if you listen to older episodes, I love that too because it means you're really listening. So I like that. You guys remind me of episodes that we had. Like if you guys are new though, and I've had actually quite a few amount of people ask me this week and last week about Peloton Review. We actually did a whole episode on the Peloton review. I mean, on the Peloton bike. And we... Peloton review. We no. did a Peloton review on the bike. No, no. <laughs> we did a review of the Peloton bike. We did a whole episode on it. So make sure you go listen to the episode because we shared everything about it and how we're liking it. And that episode was probably like a month or two ago. And update, we're still using it. We're still loving it. I will say that I've used the... Um, just like the... I don't know what it would be called, but like you just when you just cycle on your on your like, own. Oh, we would call it. It's not not a, not a guided class, an unguided cl- thing. You just kind of put like you can put like scenic route or just like a blank screen if you're just not feeling it. And I'll just like put my own music on or just kind of ride in silence. I don't know. It's just kind of nice. Have the another break. thing I've been doing. Sometimes I don't even power on the bike. So for those of you guys that follow me, probably like, oh, she hasn't been riding at all. Well, actually, we'll get into that in a second, but. I sometimes I just get on there if I'm not in the mood. I don't even turn it on. I just what? I just pedal. <laughs> Wait, I what? just pedal. I don't turn the bike on. Do you move the resistance? Yeah. <laughs> well, I move it. I'm just at a steady state. So you don't know what you're doing. You no. don't know what resistance you're sometimes at. Sometimes I just don't know what I'm doing. You I probably like at a zero. No, honestly, sometimes like today, my watch was. I put it on my tailor for I guess Christmas slash Hanukkah. He got me one of those stands for your. Um, you can charge your watch and your phone and your AirPods all at the same time. So I use the watch portion and the phone one a lot. I don't use the AirPods because I leave them downstairs. But anyway, I put my watch to charge up at night. I used to wear it to sleep every night. And then we decided that it wasn't a good idea. I don't need to know what time it is at every hour of the day. And I don't need to have technology on me for the like seven hours that at I actually sleep. At least it's, sleep. The, some, so it's like I'm, six or seven hours that so technology is the rest available. of the time, there's definitely in my hands or on my wherever. It's terrible. So yeah. I took it off. I've been taking it off and I've been charging it like a normal person yeah, at night. Yeah, cute. On a side, it's this cute little curl like right by your ear. It's like a little wave. Wow, you're like so... Did you see it? It's like a... No, oh, it's, I can't, I can't see, see it. It's like a, it looks like a little... She just asked me if I could see it and I, <laughs> there's no mirror around. It's like right here and it's like a little... Coil. Oh, that's cute. It looks Any- like you did the curly iron on it. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, like a little mini one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I put it set to charge, and then I woke up this morning, and it was like I went to go work out, like turn it on, and it was dead. I was like, oh, my God. So, anyway, it felt – I will say it felt really nice. As much as I love my Apple Watch, I it was nice not to have it on and to see how many calories I burnt during workout because you know, like when you have you, it – You start looking at it. It almost becomes a competition with yourself. Like that's – it. Workouts when we went to Miraval, I'm like really going on a tangent. We went to Miraval a couple weeks ago, or maybe like a couple months ago. We we did a class on stress management, and they're basically saying like when you work out, that should be a good thing to relieve stress. Like go on a walk, do a workout, but it's not something that you're having a competition with yourself. And that kind of was like an aha moment to me because. When you think working out, you think, okay, let me turn my watch on. Let me get on the, like, whatever cardio machine and see how many more 
steps I can do? How many more? How many more minutes I'm going to work what, out? How can my heart rate be higher? Can I do this interval okay, faster? Okay, and the problem is, I, a couple years ago, I had the same revelation. I stopped wearing my Apple Watch to work out, and now I'm in the same habit. Yeah, and even like, even if let's just say you're not wearing your Apple Watch, like you compete with yourself, okay, I should run an extra mile. I should do this. And like, it's good to have that competition, but basically the instructor or whatever he therapist that taught the class he was basically saying that you all those things make you more stressed out like it's supposed to be something that relieves you and when you do that you're just putting more stress internally that you might not even realize but you're adding more stress because you're competing with yourself same thing like if you play tennis or if you're lifting weights you might say oh i have to go heavier in the weights i have to do another rep so that's like my big tangent but anyway so it was nice Long story short, that I didn't have my watch. I actually wore my Michelle watch that I never wear anymore because I feel like I'm always wearing my Apple watch. And it's a beautiful watch that I need to wear more often. But it was nice to not know how many calories I burnt throughout the day. Yeah. So check it. Yeah. So anyway. But the reason, the other tangent that I was going on was why I haven't been using my Peloton bike as much is because we touched on last week's episode, I think, that unfortunately our dog, Millie, um, was diagnosed with cancer that has sadly spread. So we've been going to rock roll where our parents live as often as we can, which means I can't bring my Peloton bike with me. Um, (laughs) that has to stay in Dallas behind at my house. So we haven't been using it as much during the week. I've been, they do have a rebounder there that I use and they have an elliptical. So they have, they've had since I was in high school, but anyway, it still works and I still get into good sweat and we go on walks and stuff. But on that note, we kind of want to share some of the stuff we always, that are always in our bag when we go over there. So we, I mean, I actually leave quite a amount of skincare there, quite a good amount of skincare. And I'll sometimes just like piggyback off my mom's skincare. Um, she uses like a lot of the same stuff that we use, all the Tula stuff. She has some SkinCeutical stuff. Well, that's actually two episodes yeah. back. We had her on our podcast two episodes back, and she shared her whole skincare routine. So when I'm over there, it's like a treat. I use all this. Like, I mean, I have nice skincare, but she has, you know. We use some of the more. serums that I haven't used myself that I, like, want to buy, but I haven't purchased them We're yet. like, uh, I'll just use hers. <laughs> <laughs> but she got the retinol that we were talking about in the last podcast, and, and the episode with her. It's two, epi- two episodes back. And she has been using the retinol, and I wanted her to try it because it's pretty expensive and see if she liked it first. So I've been using that there trying to think what else but another thing that we always take with us well actually we don't even have to take it because our mom has one as well so we get a little I just steal hers when I'm there we just steal hers I usually I used to pack it before she bought her own so now we just borrow hers um but it's the beauty bio Isabel glow pro blush crush set sorry that's like one of those tongue twisters where it's hard to say um but we love it our mom loves it just as much and we talked about that on that episode as well because it's basically a microneedling device and you use it at home so you guys don't know what microneedling it basically makes like little tiny tiny like micro wounds on your face i know that sounds really scary but it's not it basically makes these little, you can't even see them also, and it doesn't hurt, but it makes these little tiny micro wounds that makes your body fill with them with collagen. So it really helps to create, let your serums and your oils seep in further into your skin and really do their job. And it's something you can do, I think at least it's like three to four times a week. Or maybe two to three. Oh, okay. A couple times a week. Um, so it doesn't require a lot of maintenance. It mm. helps with fine lines. You can use it on your lips too, plumps them up and just kind of stimulates blood flow and collagen and we love it so i yeah. yeah that particular kit comes with the face and lip microneedling tool so basically you can switch out the little attachment 
And all you do to sanitize it is you spray some alcohol. So, like, what I mean is, like, people can share. Um, if you have, like, people coming into town or little friends coming over and you want to share, or siblings in our case, and you want to share, it's really easy, too. They also have the Pout Lip Serum that comes um, with it as well in that kit. So it's a great way to try out the products. If you guys are have been looking for a tool, you've heard about it, or you haven't heard about it, it's one of our go-tos. We've been using it, and we've been loving it so much. So if you guys want to try any of the stuff on their website, you can use code double dose for 15% off their entire site and thanks to them for sponsoring this episode yes hopefully you guys try it so we wanted to kind of do it a, a new episode not new, obviously it's a new episode but some new topics obviously for you guys this episode is going to be a lot of dating stuff so um, and a few other things but we wanted to talk about a few things so jealousy well actually let me backtrack our mom sent us this article a couple I think it was last week or the week before. And she loves to send us, at your mom's probably like this too, maybe, maybe not. She loves to send, she loves Pinterest. She loves a good Pinterest quote. She loves to send me articles. And I, I am becoming my mom, which is not bad at all. But on Instagram, I follow like, no joke, like 20 quote accounts. <laughs> and I always show them to stay on like, did you see this one? No, it's so good. She always, I give her the hardest time about this because she always okay. shares, but she always, she knows where I'm going with this. She I always shares them going. in her stories. Maybe not as much anymore. You're so mean. But no, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to make a point. She's she shares rude. them all. No, she shares them all in her story, which I think is so adorable. But so you think it's precious. But, <laughs> but the problem I have with it is the quotes are great, but some of them can be that like, they're so true. But some of them can be like if someone was reading all of them, they'd be like, God, she's going through like a really rough time. Oh no, life. I thought you were gonna say something different. No, okay. okay. <laughs> she's going through a really rough time. And so sometimes I'll see them and I click through her stories. I'm like, okay, I really liked that one. It's so true, but like it sounds like you're going through like a really depressing state in your life. But maybe I am. No, maybe you are some days, but I feel like it's really putting off in a like okay, it's putting no. off something. I, they really speak to me sometimes. Just because, like, it might just be, like, I had a bad day or, like, something happened and, like, uh, you know, you're feeling kind of down. I'm not, like, depressed or anything. I just, like, you know, you're just having a rough day. That's where it comes from. But No, and they are really true. There's some that are, like, really good. Like, there was one in the day that was, I posted about being humble and, like, I thought No, was, I don't think about those. I no, think about no, no. the ones that are, like... I thought what you were going to say was you post all these quotes and then you don't follow <laughs> the behavior. Well, that's too. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone's guilty of that. She'll put, like, these quotes that are, like, really good and then she, like, does the exact thing that it says not to do. Yeah, but that's okay. I try. <laughs> At least I'm reading. So it. I always like when we get into one of our bickering fights. I'm like, you put all these quotes out there, and you don't even follow them. Yeah. But so anyway, I love my mom. That she, I yeah, love that about. She her. loves. She loves a good quote. She loves a good article. So this one's actually shout out to Mama Bell Bell. She sent me this article, and it was how to know you're marrying the right person. Of course, I feel like we've all seen these kind of you know those kind of articles before, but this one really. I thought was so insightful, even to Sam, who's obviously in a committed relationship for a long time. But I wanted to share some of what they said, and I'll basically summarize the article for you guys so you don't have to read it. So, and you can just listen to it. So the first thing is, is that there has to be a healthy physical attraction. I will just go ahead and just like, I'll speak for my past because Sam probably can't like speak to this as much. Because you guys are... I can speak to it, but, like, I have to really go far back. No. (laughs) She has to go really far back in a Rolodex of people. But for me, they're basically saying that people really mistake, which I can relate to, they really mistake being in love with being in lust. So you might, let's say you go on a date, you meet somebody, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so attracted to them. They, like, there's, like, sparks flying. You're like, 
nothing like you're like nothing they do can upset you like you're just so they can do no wrong yeah you're so attracted to them everything they say you're like nodding your head like yes yes <laughs> like anything i mean i haven't been at that level but you know i've been to the point where i've gone out with somebody and it's like i was maybe one or two times and you're like you're so attracted that like it doesn't matter what they did everything they do is cute every like literally they could the say, way i see it is like um almost like when i imagine you in that relationship it's like you have that heart eye emoji and it's just like it just permanently literally there. with like the red eyes like the rose card glasses everything <laughs> yeah. everything is like perfect what they do like it I doesn't matter it doesn't that. matter what it is they it's just it is and then like anything else it what is your line that you say that you say at whatever it's high like I don't know. My mom once told me this. Like sometimes when things are so they they are so great and I, like you can't you just can't nothing can get better in your mind. It's it's obviously I'm in a great relationship and I thought the same things, but like not to that extent where like everything is like almost like fairy tale perfect. That there you can only go up like you can't go up forever. I mean it's gonna fall eventually. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna no matter what relationship you're in, you're gonna be disappointed at some so, point. So. Anyway, I, that definitely has happened to me, and there was definitely disappointment not long after. So what it's saying is you need to have a healthy physical attraction, and what that means is that you just need – obviously, you need to be attracted to them, okay? Don't get me wrong. But it can't just be, you know, really physical chemistry and, like, sleeping together is, like, the best thing ever. I'm not saying that was me, but I'm saying a lot of people get caught up in that whole physical attraction, and you don't really get to know what's inside. You're attracted to the outward appearance, like, how they look, what kind of shape they're in, what they can tell you, and, I mean, anyone can say stuff at the end of the day. Once you get to know somebody, it's when you really get to know them, and the attraction is either there or it's not. And I feel like you really need to be looking outward at everything, inside and out, and really get to know that person and also, would that give people a chance? So, yeah, I just thought that was really important. And they also made a good point saying that a lot of people say he, quote, looks, quote, he looks good on paper, but I don't feel it for him. And I, trust me, I've been there like a million times. I'm like, so have I. They have, I, I, do I was like, but well, why don't I like it? They have everything on paper that I want or that I should want that I'm looking for, blah, blah, blah. But I just don't feel it. But they're saying that when you're married, you're not going to take a piece of paper to bed. So you need to like there has to be more than that, but yeah. But I think you need to look at just basically not just pay attention to the sparks. I mean, you need to have it, but like just like everything, you know, really pay attention to what you're attracted to. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And the next thing they're saying is you need to fully accept each other as you are now. You can't hope that they're gonna. Oh, for me, like being in shape is a big thing. You can't hope that. They're, when you get married, they're going to live with you and they're going to see that you're in shape. So then they'll get in shape with you. Like you cannot. Or, or like another example, like they're not the most romantic person, but you really wanted someone romantic. You're like, oh, when we get married, they're gonna we're going to be living together and they're going to be so romantic because they're going to be so in love with me and we're going to be husband and wife. Like yeah. that's not going to, that probably won't change. Like they're loving just who they are. Like that's how they express their love. That's probably not going to change. Yeah. I mean, you're going to evolve, but they're not going to, they might evolve and they might enjoy things more than they used to, but they're not, who they are is who they are. That's not going to change when it's, you know, when you move in or you get married, that's not going to change. Yeah. And then obviously this is like a really dumb one, but you need to like each other and 
they're saying that you have to really accept some like kind of someone that run above you have to really accept someone the good and the bad and you have to be like you can't just be infatuated with you know you need to like everything about them not everything but most things even the bad things you know that you can kind of let like you let him go and you have to really respect and admire them for whatever it is it could be that they treat you really well they're respectful to everyone around them they're funny they they're really smart they're honest i mean whatever it is you need to really focus on those aspects and really admire like just really appreciate those and even if it's the bad ones just accept that those are the ones that's accept and just tell them tell yourself that you're okay with them or you're not you know you can't change somebody um this kind of goes along with it but that you're really friends with them you're friends and lovers but you need to be friends first always and i feel like I mean, I think relationships take the, I mean, obviously you want to be best friends with them, but I mean, you need to have a good balance. I mean, you can't just be friends, just have the one friendship aspect and not be like romantic partners, but you can't just be also romantic either. You have to have both aspects of it and you really have to, be able to like I said, friends respect each other, friends build each other up, they bring up the best in you and they never betray you and like I said, they're loyal. So you need to make sure that your partner is all those things and will be those things for you and you will be for them. Because trust me, I've been, I think, you know, every relationship has like their ups and downs, but you have to, at the end of the day, they have to be those things most of the time. If they're not, if they're not treating you with respect, they're not being loyal, they betray you, they don't do, they don't come through when you need them, then that's not a good friend and that's not a good partner. Yeah, for sure. The other one is, you are good problem solvers and that's pretty much like you there's you're gonna be thrown a bunch of stuff and in life and you have to be able to work together as a team and solve things together I mean nothing's gonna be perfect sometimes you're gonna have to compromise and come up with things and like I feel like if one person's the only one that always the one that's giving in just so that you guys can figure out the issue together or solve it that's not right either you both have to come together and work together to figure out how you're going to solve it together so pretty much you're a team together yeah and they're saying that you really the couples that disagree or you have some kind of argument that when you're back on track within 24 hours it's the best and you should always try to fight fairly and respectfully so obviously it's easier said than done but i feel like you and i i mean we're kind of like a married couple we are definitely over it in less than 24 we're hours we're weird because we're twins i don't think normal siblings no are like but that. i mean i think it's good not to hold a grudge for forever i mean it's not healthy and like i think you always have to talk about things eventually so this is a really big one that if both people need to be emotionally mature that is very i found that is very hard to find um at least in the people i've you know i'm i'm going at people now but in the past i feel like it's very hard to find people you know everyone has their stuff but the one thing i've realized is if they're not emotionally mature you can just forget that anything i mean it's not going to be a disaster but it kind of is so <laughs> yeah you have to have, be with somebody who's aware of their feelings and can express them well i mean not no one's going to be perfect you know it's hard to express your feelings with people especially if it's a new relationship or even if it's even if it's older like it's hard to get those thoughts out and you want to hurt someone's feelings but you need to be with someone who can actually take responsibility for their behaviors own them and be able to apologize when they've messed up and they can't be blaming you saying this the example they gave was they can't blame someone and say you're making me feel a certain way they need to own 
take what's owners ownership of what there is they're feeling and how they're feeling and I'll put that back on you. And you guys need to each I sound like a therapist, but you guys need to each <laughs> take, Dr. Alexis Bell yeah. Bell. They have to know what triggers them. You know, you know, you've been in a fight, you know what happens. And each person needs to be mature and say, Okay, I did this, like I say I'm gonna try to be better with that with each other. And to take ownership. We fight, like I said, it's a marriage, but it's like a bad marriage half the time. Yeah. You shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells around the other person, which I've definitely been in relationships like that. You should be able to express yourself and both people to be respected. So that's a big one. And I feel like a lot of people, even in their 30s and late 20s, can't figure that out. So, yeah. Then trusting each other. I mean, this is probably something that every person knows. But you need to be able to trust each other. That's really holds people together. And trust me, I've been in a relationship or a few that the trust is just not, it gets broken and it's never there. And actually, like, we, Taylor and I, we went on a little date and, a little date. I say, like, we don't ever go out, but we don't. I feel like this whole quarantine thing. We've been trying to make more of an effort now that we can go out to eat places to go at least once a week and, like, get back in our, like, little date nights. Because a lot of the time people just come over and we just, like, which is fine. We just hang out here, but it's nice to get out and just have, like, just have time that we like dedicated to go out to dinner and enjoy each other's company. So anyway, we were talking a lot about jealousy, like things that have worked in our past relationships or not. And that's one thing, not jealousy, trust, but kind of both. Um, and it was just interesting to hear, like, obviously, you know, he's who I'm going to be for with forever. And it's just, it's interesting to hear how things don't go right in other relationships for a reason, obviously. But we were having discussions how we both kind of faced the same thing where there wasn't, like, our, the people we dated, they obviously weren't the right people for us, but they just didn't have, like, trust in us. So I think feel like, like, for example, I was talking to him about it, like, if he goes out with his friends, like, I definitely am not worrying about what he's doing. We're going to talk about jealousy, okay. so Okay, go well, I'm not going to go that far into it, but I, long story short, you need to have trust in your partner if you're with them and you want to be with them with their long haul. you got to trust what they're doing. You can't be worried about what they're doing all the time. you got to just believe that they you have trust in each other and they're not going to betray that. Yeah. So, obviously, you need to be compatible. A lot of people say opposites attract um, and... That could be true for some people, I think. I think that you guys are not opposites at all. No. I mean, no one's... I mean, he's not my twin, but we definitely have very similar personalities and similar qualities. Yeah. So... And they're saying that important examples of being... Like, you're never going to be exactly the same, but important examples... You need to have so, at least some of these that are similar between the two of you. Common culture, education level, family background, socioeconomic background, political views, religion and spirituality closeness in age, intellectual compatibility, and having similar personal personality styles. I think it's okay to be different on some of these. Opposites do attract on some things. You want someone who's going to make you a better person. They might encourage you to do different activities that you wouldn't do on your own, maybe push you to be more adventurous, whatever it is. But I do think that you need to have similar backgrounds or have similar interests, obviously. Um, you know, I know there's some stuff like in, in my head, like kind of quote on paper that would be important to me and someone that I don't think I could be attracted I don't think I could be attracted to without but and I'm not talking physical I'm not talking physical appearance either I'm talking about like emotional stuff so you know I want someone who can you know who's not not even just like educated who's just driven and smart and just like smart I don't mean like they have to have like a master's degree or PhD I mean just like they can have conversations with you and they can not challenge you in like an argumentative way but they're just you know they know what's going on you guys can educate whatever the topic is it could be like about working out or it could be about like just stuff going on in the world just whatever it is 
you don't want to feel like stupid you want to like bring like learn stuff from each other and then just like you know background stuff like your families like you know maybe you were raised with the same values like whatever it is you know you want to have something in common it doesn't have to be everything that i just listed but some of those things and then this kind of goes with the driven stuff you both want to be growth oriented so when people the problem that i've heard like from people and it kind of makes sense is that you, they say, oh, we grew apart. Well, the thing is, it's probably because one person was growing ahead and growing inside and out, and the other person just kind of stayed stagnant or didn't really have a desire to. So, of course, you're going to drift apart because that's not going to be attractive to you if someone doesn't really want to try or isn't driven or doesn't want more for themselves. So, you have to just both be kind of on that same path where maybe you won't grow in the same exact path, but you're both growing to be better people as the years and the months go on. So a lot of so I feel like that's I feel like that I've heard that a lot of people I don't know I don't know if that's the real reason because that doesn't happen to me but I know, do know that one of the qualities I'm attracted to is drive because I work so hard it's part of my personality and I don't find it attractive if someone doesn't want like you know doesn't set really a really high bar for themselves it's not attractive to me but that's me personally um, you not share a common vision a common life vision. So obviously, you you know, if you guys picture your life totally different in the next 10 years, that could be a problem, like, obviously. Yeah, you definitely need to align on what you, goals you guys both want to hit. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good topic to bring up sooner than later. I mean, not obviously on your first few dates, but you eventually want to talk about, like, what do you, where do you, you know, what do you picture? Because if, like, one of you guys doesn't want kids, then I feel like that can be, a, you know, a deal breaker for some people, as it should be. And then, you know, or just different things that come up, like, with moving cities or being in the same city or whatever it is. You definitely want to talk about those things. So that's what that article kind of... Uh, it wasn't really that short of a summary, but... Really good information. Yeah, I thought it was insightful. I thought it was a really good read. I mean, it's like stuff you think about, but, you know, I feel like it's also... And I'm happy to report nothing revolutionary came out of it for me where I was like, no, that's not going to work that's for me. That's good. So that was a good checklist for me to hit. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's about me, but it is about me. <laughs> Make sure that you got you hit all the bullet points. Yeah, I did. So, I know Sam kind of started talking about jealousy. So we were going to kind of talk about that because when she was telling me about like the jealousy topic, we were talking about it. Like we should, we should talk about it on our podcast because I feel like it's, I mean, it's a... I was going to say about girls, but I'm like, no, Alexis. It's definitely with guys, too. Guys, I've experienced it more than too often yeah, than I'd like to yeah. say. But it is not an attractive quality. Let me just tell you. And let me t also say that jealousy is something that, I mean, I'm not a jealous person, like, in my nature. But I think everyone gets jealous to some extent. So I feel like there have been times, which we can share examples later, of times that I feel like I've been jealous or I've just had, you know, you just had those thoughts in your head. It's normal. But you guys have probably heard of jealousy and envy. And so we're going to talk about the differences between the two and just our experience with jealousy and all that. So jealousy and envy are difficult emotions to unravel. I mean, we... I feel like, I think I confuse them sometimes, you know? I definitely confuse them. Yeah. Envy is kind of, the, the example they give is when you, quote, bear a grudge towards somebody because you want what someone has or enjoys. So basically, you want something that someone else has without any ill will intended towards that person. Jealousy is, is kind of like you're apprehensive or vengeful out of fear of being replaced by someone else. It can also mean watchful anxiously suspicious or expecting complete devotion okay so that's i was saying that's about god but anyway you 
I feel like I've expressed both in different situations, but I feel like the jealousy comes out more in a relationship. Like that's definitely the time that it happens. Um, I've been in relationships. I don't think, well, I'm trying to think. I think when I was in college or maybe like earlier than that, if there's like other girls that I think, okay. So I think the jealousy where, at least for me, where it comes about is when you feel like you're not secure in a relationship. And for me, it takes a lot for me to get to that feeling because I am very trustworthy. I don't ever think that, like, I think the best of people, well, I'm saying in a relationship, if I really like somebody, I trust them 100% until they give you a reason not to trust them. So I feel like in the times that I've had slightly jealous thoughts, I think it's because there I have been, I feel like there's a reason that I shouldn't, I mean, everyone's going to say that, but I feel like there's a reason that I shouldn't trust them as much, whether it's like them constantly bringing a girl up all the time or the girls kind of like overstepping their boundaries in your relationship, like the two of you. Or, I mean, everyone's going to have their own sense of overstepping, yeah. though. Uh, yeah, I know. But I feel like I'm a very, like... But I, it, for you, I know you, like, knowing you so well, and I know myself, too, it has to be, like, literally, like, it would be obvious to everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I'm really laid back. Like, it takes a lot. So, I feel like that's the times. Um, and then Envy, I feel like, I mean, if I'm being honest, I mean, I'm envious of Sam and her relationship, and... You know, just that the fact that she's moving forward. I mean, I'm, trust me, I'm so happy for her. But I talk about this with my friends a lot, my single friends, that, you know, it's like you see someone getting engaged. And trust me, I'm sure you guys see it on Instagram all the time. And you'll see it when it happens to Sam eventually. It's like if you're single and you see someone get engaged and you're, like, going through the whole dating crap, you're like, oh, my like You're like, your first emotion is, oh, my God, that's so cute. I'm so happy for them, you know, whatever. And then the second, next second, you're like, but what about me? Like, it's a normal thought, and it happens all my friends, the same exact reaction. <laughs> and it's nice to have people that relate to it, but I feel like such an evil person for being like, well, I'm pissed. Like, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. And you're not pissed. It's just you're like, okay, you're envious. You're like, well, when is it going to be my turn? I wish I had that. I wish I just had the guy that I was going to marry, you know, like. But – you have to kind of shift your mindset, and we've talked about that before in other episodes. So the envy, you know, it could even be like, I know, the envious thing I think is really relatable to Instagram and social media because mm-hmm. it is so, I'm not saying it's re- not real, but like people only see the highlight reels. And I'm not I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like some of these girls have a lot of bags, they have gorgeous houses. I mean, ours is great too, but I don't really like, I try not to share it a lot, cars, like all that stuff. I mean... Yeah, we have nice stuff, but I, you know, I don't, I don't see this sense in flaunting it everywhere, um, unless someone's asking me a question. You know, a lot of you guys will message me and be like, "What car do you drive?" Like you'll ask me because you like the inside, but I will rarely um, just like do a dedicated post on my new car. But anyway, um, I think it's very easy to get caught up in the envy um, when you see social media because you see vacations, you see all the best parts. You know, you see people dating, going through with their life, having kids, you know, living in these gorgeous houses, amazing closets, like all this stuff. Even when you're posting, we're posting stuff in the Nordstrom sale or clothing hauls, you're like, oh, I wish they have so much stuff. I wish they had it. And I mean, yeah, we have a lot. But I mean, again, you have to put in perspective. It's our job. Like this is, I mean, like any other job, there's perks to it. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's not a good perk. But anyway, I think the envy is a really strong is really strong there where like I see jealousy being really strong in relationships but I've been through relationships where the guy is an extremely jealous and it is not an attractive quality when you're, when you're on the other side of it because I feel like in the cases that it's happened for me I really I mean it's obviously my side but I feel like there would be no absolutely absolutely no reason for someone to be jealous and those in what I've experienced 
And it's basically, like I said, it's the fear. It's the emotion when you feel that you could be replaced in an affection of someone you love or desire. And I feel like it happened to me when I think I kind of shared this in an episode a long time ago, but it happened to me in one of my relationships that he got extremely jealous out of nowhere. And I know I'm pretty observant. Like none of us saw it coming. I mean, I'm saying us, like I'm saying Taylor and Sam. Taylor, like we're the side. My whole posse. My whole posse didn't see it coming. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's crazy. And it comes out, I think when people are just in a bad place already and it's not attractive. And like sometimes once you say it, it's just too late. Like, you say it, you open it. I mean, you're having those feelings, so that's probably already bad. But you really have to talk about it and talk it through with that person. And if you're not going to be communicative, like we said before, it's going to cause a lot of issues. So I think the best way to deal with it is to really communicate, express that you're feeling uneasy about it, and you can see how the other person reacts, I guess. And, you know, and if you feel threatened by it. I mean, you may have a good reason sometimes. Your intuition is always right. But in this case, his intuition was really off. (laughs) And I think he was just threatened by because he's insecure, for whatever moment, why he was insecure in that moment. And, like, I'm sure everyone else is. Like, you obviously, it comes out because of insecurity. So, I don't have anything to add to that. But I mean, I was just saying, back when I was talking about um, what Taylor and I were discussing in our date, we are never, um, going back to, like, jealousy and trust and stuff like that, we have full trust in each other. And I'm speaking for him because we literally just had this discussion. We're going to try to have him on next week for our podcast, but maybe he can speak to that if he wants to. But since he's not here, I'll kind of speak for him because we literally just had a discussion about it, that we have full trust in each other. Obviously, what I do for work, I mean, you know, like any other job, you're going to be getting a lot of people, um, you know, sending you random messages, I get, you know, I get attention from that all, like all the day, all the time. And even you guys don't have to do this for work, you guys probably get people sliding into your DMs all the time. And it just is a normal thing. But, you know, he knows that's something I go flaunted to him, but he knows it's happening. Of course, I delete all of them. But um, he's obviously a very good looking guy. And I've never been one to be jealous or worried if someone's giving him attention. So I... I, it's not, I was talking about that with him. Like, I've had peers in the past where they just, their first, their first notion of, like, if, like, let's say Taylor says, I'm going to go out with my friends. I, my first notion isn't to be like, well, oh my God, what am I going to do? And where, who are you going to talk to? And who are you going to meet? What girls going to come to you? Like, I know for some of you guys listening, that could be your first intuition to say, or it might not be, like, and how it isn't mine. That's just, I am so close with Alexis, and we always grew up talking about, you know, relationships, obviously talking about friendships and relationships. And when she's, her and I've been dating, we're not really jealous people. We're very trustworthy of like people we're talking to. So that's never been, I never witnessed that until I like started talking about my peers and I realized like it is a thing. Girls can go crazy. Guys can go crazy. They can have the opposite reaction where they're like, well, who are you talking to? You know, what girls are coming up to you? Like you didn't text me back for two hours. Like when he goes out, I mean, it's funny because he does text me like on his own, but like I will never be the that reaches out to him like let's say he says he's gonna go out if we're texting we pretty much text sometimes usually when he's still going out and stuff but he's usually the one initiating it because i make i feel like the same thing like i'm out with my friends which doesn't happen like i don't go out out but like go to dinner we're carrying on the conversation but it's not like i know he doesn't think like i have to respond to him or else he's gonna be upset about me at me about it so i just feel like you got to have that kind of trust and this is going to be your life partner you can't be like policing them all the time i mean this is honestly obviously my opinion you cannot i would not want that for myself and i don't think it's healthy to be like if you want to if you're if you want to go out as being the girl or if your boyfriend or husband wants to go out i don't think unless you have reason to believe obviously that 
bad things have happened in the past and you have reason to believe that it could end badly, you know, if they don't respond, it could just be that they're, like, busy and not checking their phone or if they got too drunk and they, like, just trying to make it home. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily going home with a girl unless, obviously, you have reason to believe that, which him and I were discussing. It just begs the question why in the first place you're still wanting to pursue this relationship. So I know that, you know, unfortunately, there's been cheating and, you know, people deal with cheating all the time and they you know, they get through it and they stay together, which I have a lot of respect for. I just feel like if it's causing a lot of issues in your relationship, I think the whole thing we're talking about earlier in the podcast, if you're going to pursue this as a long-term commitment, you want to make sure you have trust. Like that, you can't, it can be broken, you know, I know Lex has dealt with that a lot. It can be broken and it's really hard to repair that. Um, I personally haven't dealt with that specifically, but I just feel like being in a long-term relationship, it's really important, like I was saying, like I reiterated a million times, that no matter what they're doing, you know, things like that, whatever they, if, you know, if they evolve and they want to try something new and it could lead to them getting more attention, like, I, I, instead of me being jealous about it, I'm like, I fully support what he's doing and I'm like, I think you should do it, like, whatever it is. So I'm just thinking of examples in my head. So I just feel like if you are struggling with something like that, I would take a second look at why you think that way. And if it's not, if you don't have reason to believe that, it's just your, like Alexis was saying earlier about envy, you're worried someone might replace you. Or I don't know if I was envy or jealousy, maybe I need a lesson in that. But about the replacement. The jealousy is... Oh, jealousy. So then you are jealous. You need to take a step back and think, is it because I have a reason to believe that or is it because I have fear of being replaced and you don't have... You're insecure about it. So I think that's like a really important part about it. Hopefully that was like... I Hopefully that helped you guys understand it better because I feel like now I have a better understanding of it. Although I just asked you. No, but you just need a clarification. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We like help. We're a good marriage. We help each other out. We pick we're each other. We're a team. We're, we're in the long term commitment. <laughs> there was somebody we did the other day that we were like, oh, we're a good team. I don't remember what it was, but. I don't even remember. It's every day. Alex. Oh, no. It's, there was a task that we did. We're like, oh my God, we're like such a good team. Anyway, yeah, we're a good team most of the time. So speaking of teamwork, we're going to share our, I don't know what that didn't do with teamwork, but whatever. Um, we're going to be sharing our, I just, because I pictured us like eating these together, but. <laughs> oh my God. Everything's about food. I literally, this is going to sound so weird, but I was driving today and they were fixing the road and you know, in the road, they like, they're like, t- they take like a layer of the road off and it's like that bumpy. You're going to say it's crust. No. no. It's like that bumpy. <laughs> it's like that bumpy, like wavy texture. It's like when you drive on it, it makes like a lot of noise. Yeah. It reminds me of like a cookie. Like, you know, oh, like, I always like a wafer. It. Remember you used to tell me, I always think of cookies because I love chocolate chip cookies. Not cookie, but not, a, not like a chocolate chip cookie. Like a, those wafers, you know, those long retainer wafers that like came in like chocolate, vanilla, Oh, strawberry. like the waffle kind of wafers? Yeah. yeah. That's what the road, I was, I don't know, I was oh, hungry. Oh, that kind of does look like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know, I was hungry or what. I drove and I was like, oh man, those were so But good. I do that anywhere I'm driving. I think I'm just like sick in the head. I just like, anywhere I'm driving, I'm like, oh, that kind of reminds me of like an Oreo or that reminds me, the way that sounds, it reminds you of something else, some yeah. other food topic. So anyway, we're going to be sharing two snacks. You guys always ask for snack requests. We're going to be sharing two snacks that we've been loving. We've been using, well, using. We've been eating for a long time. We got our parents hooked on them too. So we thought we'd share them. So the first one are, uh, they're called Ella's Flats. And I actually tried them a couple months back. And I wanted to let you guys know that if you're in Texas, they're available at Central Market. But um, what's really cool about them is that they're gluten-free. They're like almost like a little cracker. They're gluten-free, they're non-GMO, verified, and you can also get them on Amazon too. But 
Anyway, they are packed with fiber, they're vegan, paleo, grain-free. So what they are, they come in like a resealable bag, and they're like these little savory, they call them seed savory crisps. They're so good. Yeah. They're addicting, guys. You you can eat a lot of them. And you can have them like as a snack or for lunch. You can put like on their bags, they have little ideas of what you could put on them, but you could put like peanut butter, you could put like a little chocolate spread, you could put hummus, guac. You could make a little mini sandwich. Um, you could put like tomatoes on it with like basil. I don't know. There's so many things you can do with them. But they're really good. They come in a few different flavors. Um, I'll tell you guys what they are. So they have sesame, hemp, caraway, and cumin. My, my favorite one is the cumin. I think it's the one you like too, right? Yeah, Kim? it's so good. It has a really good flavor, and they're just really good. They And I think it's, some of you guys tried them when I shared them before. But anyway... They're just a good little snack. You take them on the go. They have a sealable bag, so they're easy to carry around with you. And, like, I feel like they're, like, a hit with anybody. And they may, they're made with a bunch of seeds, so they have really good fiber. and Really good health yeah, benefits. a lot of health benefits. Next one is, well, are Verb Bars. And Sam shared these a while back, and so I've shared them recently, too. They are so good. They're these mini little... Well, they're not mint. I mean, they are small, but they're pocket size, but they actually pack a lot of goodness. So they have caffeine in them, which you guys know we don't do a lot of caffeine. But these are the caffeine comes from organic green tea. They're only 90 calories for each little bar, and they're made with um, they have like oats and other Sorry. stuff. Lucy's Lucy, joining. Lucy came in. She's like, food. I like it. Those yeah. are my favorite too, Mom. <laughs> I heard her little collar yeah. coming in. She had um, she. They, they have um, they have like oats and stuff. They come in six flavors. Salted peanut butter, coconut chai, lemon raspberry, vanilla latte, maple blueberry, and simply cocoa. My favorite is the simply, simply cocoa. Simply cocoa is so good. Have you tried the other ones yet? I, I haven't tried the lemon raspberry, but I want to try that one yeah. next. Those are really good. The blueberry is really good. Similar to the cocoa, but blueberry. Yeah. And then the... The other ones, they're good too. I'm just more of like a chocolate and blueberry yeah. person. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't know if I mentioned, they're vegan, dairy free, and gluten free. They are easy to carry around with you. They help you with like if you're like just like having a uh, like a, a midday slump or you need like something like a little pick me up. They and they have good ingredients in them too. When I was running a lot, I would like put them in my little running pouch, and they gave me like a good little boost. I usually like to eat them like you know midday, like early afternoon. Um, and they don't they don't make you jittery at all, even though I don't do caffeine a lot. And they also have a deal. Um, I think it said yeah, if you want to just you don't order a whole bag because like you don't really like them. They do this little trial where you can order for them and you just pay for the shipping. So it's like a little deal. Um, not too much, and. Like I said, the cocoa is my favorite flavor. So hope you guys try those snacks. We have a bunch of other ones on our blog. If you search snacks, we have a ton of other ones. Or you can just message us. You know, we're happy to help with whatever we eat. But that's all we have for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for listening, and for sharing all your feedback and leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts and giving your feedback. It means so much. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon.